What's going on, world? And welcome back to the Pursuit of the Good Life podcast, your favorite podcast that helps you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host with the most, your favorite coach, the Cameron Lovelace. It is Christmas time, Christmas Eve, the most wonderful time of the year. How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Y'all feeling good? Um, it's Christmas Eve. I know that I'm feeling good. Um, what's y'all's traditions on Christmas Eve? Do y'all like watch movies? Do y'all open one gift? Do y'all, what, what is it that y'all do? So for me in my household, well, my dad always had us do growing up. He had us watch It's a Wonderful Life. And it's an old, he used to have us watch the old black and white version too. This is before Blu-ray disc, you know, the major high quality DVDs were in place. But we always watched It's a Wonderful Life, the story of, you know, George Bailey, um, who, you know, wished he was never born. And then he got shown his life, what it looked like if he was never born. So a uh, great classic movie, um, help us, you know, grow appreciative in life. I see it looking back now, you know, I was probably stressing like, oh, we got to watch this again. We always watch this on Christmas. But, you know, it's always about when, you know, when you look back as an adult and you like, you see the lessons that your parents were trying to instill in you. But comment what you guys' traditions are for Christmas Eve specifically. That's today when I'm when this is coming out. What is y'all's Christmas Eve? Do y'all put out cookies for Santa? Do y'all drink hot chocolate? Do y'all drink eggnog? What is it that y'all do? Because me and my family, we just sit back, relax, watch movies. Um, we might open one gift early. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, but me personally, honestly, I can say that I'm extremely grateful um, for my family this year. And specifically, I mean that um, everybody, there's been no major diseases or, or deaths in my family specifically. And that's a major blessing with the pandemic going on as it is with it running rampant in the black community specifically as it is uh, and those that have caught it, family members that have caught it, like they've been able to, to bounce back. So I personally am in a season of Thanksgiving when I think about 2020. Um, you know, I, I don't think nobody's really lost economic resources either. Like, it, so, you know what I'm saying? God has, I can personally say that I'm grateful that, you know, despite the pandemic, despite everything that's crazy that's happened in the world, you know, my people are still good. And if that's not your testimony, I understand, but you should still be grateful for your own personal well-being and try to learn what you can from this year and try to flip it and turn it into a positive. But that's what this specific episode is about. You know, how do we move forward into 2021? I know, you know, it's a week early before everybody, you know, gets hype on these pastors and, you know, they, I'm sure every pastor is going to come, you know, if you made it out of 2020, make some noise and, you know what I'm saying, make a joyful noise into the Lord and all that's good. But how exactly do we move forward with 2021? You know, because, um, you know, many people came in 2021 saying, oh, 2020, you know, I'm going to make some things happen. 20, I'm going to have 2020 vision. You know, my vision, my dreams, my all that is about to be, you know, realized and I'm about to do this and I'm about to do that. And then boom, coronavirus hit and it shut everything down. But that doesn't mean your dreams need to stop because don't get it twisted. Even though there, you know, it's borderline a recession, there are still plenty of people out there making moves and getting money. 
Let me say that again. There are plenty of people, despite this recession, getting money and making moves. But the question is, why didn't you get money and make moves? Why didn't we, as a people, make money and, and make moves? Part of that, yeah, okay. George Floyd, I get, I get that. Yeah, okay. Breonna Taylor, yeah. Amar Arbery, yeah. The movement, yeah. Black Lives Matter, yeah, I get that. But you, you still have the opportunity to make moves and get money. You had, you had the opportunity to take your marriage, your relationships to that next level. You had the opportunity to grow in specific areas. You had the opportunity to make moves in your personal and professional life. But why didn't you? I'm going to tell you why. Because you have not mastered yourself. If you uh, pledge the MPHC fraternity, you know the poem Invictus. At the end of the, the poem, it says that I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Part of being the, the master of your own faith is learning how to master yourself, no matter what the environment, no matter what is thrown at you. And what I mean by that specifically is when you are in a different environment, what parts of you can you use to thrive? What can you use within yourself to thrive within any environment that you walk into? As an introvert, I know that when it comes to like being loud, boisterous, that's not where I thrive. I thrive with behind the scenes, grunt work. Let's just go out and do it. Let's stop talking about it. Let's just do it. Let's come up with a plan. Let's come up with it quickly and let's go out and do it. Whereas the introverts gets their energy from flowing. They get it from mixing and vibing with people. You know what I'm saying? But what, what is it that you need within your introvert, within your extrovert, within whatever version of the two that you are even going on deeper? What is it that you need to master yourself, to put yourself to make moves and make money? You know what I'm saying? But so why, why is it that we don't learn about how to master ourselves? And I think that's because, you know, we're taught a lot about, you know, going out and and earning things, but we aren't really taught most of, a lot about emotional intelligence. You know, learning how to how to regulate our mood, learning how to control our mood, learning how to you know uh, express empathy with others, uh, you know, feel the empathy of others. We're not really taught that. We're not really taught how to how to manage and and regulate our our own behaviors and and regulate our own actions and put ourselves on a schedule and stuff like that. If anything, we're we're mostly taught to to follow the crowd, to follow suit and just do what everybody else is doing. You know, I don't want to say employees mindset, but an employee's mindset kind of goes along with, I tell you to do this. So you go out and do that. But so you don't really have to think much for yourself. And even in, in a classroom environment too, you, aren't, you don't really have to think much for yourself in specific classroom. Of course, your philosophy, of course, those critical thinking classes. But for the most part, you don't have to think about like with yourself. You mostly just have a book and you follow the suit, right? So we aren't really, really taught um, in our base foundation, in our core. We aren't really taught how to, to master ourselves. So what, what does that look like? Well, honestly, guys, so this is why I do the work that I do with with the W2J assessment specifically. If you're interested in that, 
taking the assessment and going through a session so that you can master yourself, learn more about yourself, your strengths, weaknesses, and how to overcome those blind spots, more than, ha more than happy to help you. Just click on, I'll put the, I'll put the link on the screen. Um, oh, for those of y'all listening, it's uh, goodlifetc.org slash W2J. But that's why I do the work that I do when helping people grow forward in their career and in their life is because first, before you can grow professionally, you have to grow personally. I'm gonna say that again, before you grow professionally, before you go out and level up to that next position in your career, before you start that business, before you make a million dollars, before you buy 10 properties, before you do this, before you do that, you have to grow personally. You have to grow within yourself. Something within you has to change. One of my one of my coaches says, you know, nothing comes to you unless something comes from you. So it's something that's within you that has to change in order for you to grow, to get and grow the things that, you know, you, you want to achieve and that you want to see come to pass. Those certain things within yourself has to be recognized. and has to be changed. And that's where this concept of of self-mastery comes in. So. Let's start. Let's start with. So let's go down to the base form. What is it that your strengths are? Bottom line, what, what is it that you are really good at? What is something that you do relatively well that you typically do better than other people? What are the things that you are naturally skilled at? Some things that just naturally pick up some things that you like naturally are able to do. What are those things? OK. Next, what are the weaknesses? Mm. What are the things that you are not very good at? What are the things that you you struggle with? What are the things that, you know, that hold you back, right? I, identifying these things helps you figure out what vehicle do I need to use to, to make progress in, in this area of my life, right? So I'll use me as an example. So uh, my wife loves, uh, her, one of her love languages is words of affirmation. One of my lowest love languages is words of affirmation. So I know that that is really a weak point of that. So that's something that I need to know that I need to work a little bit more at expressing, even though I don't receive, even though my love language is acts of service, I, I can do that all day without any exhaustion with all energy in the world. But I need to know that I need to take it to another level so that my wife to get the love language that she needs that I need to say, I love you more. I need to say that you're a great wife. I need to say that you're beautiful. I need to say that you're fine, that you're sexy. I need to be saying those things. But, but if I don't know that about myself, if I don't know that that's a weakness of mine and that's something that she needs, then that's something that doesn't get covered. And we don't have, and we don't form traction in the mirror and then there's no continual progress made. But I know for sure that I'm, I'm great at um, she loves, you know, me, when I do stuff for her, she knows when I when I turn the car uh, for to heat up her car when she goes to work, when I scrape the ice off the windshield, when I fix her lunch, when I do things for her, she recognizes, yes, I, I do that because I love her. And that's one of my love languages. That's what I'm and that's what I'm good at. Don't stop doing that. But I need you also to do this, too. So that's that's an example. That's a real world example of knowing your strengths and weaknesses in the professional realm. What are what are you good at? What are you good at galvanizing people? Are you good at 
team leadership? Are you good at taking the lead? Are you good at getting things done? Are you good at systems, processing, procedures, rules? What are those things that you're good at? What, what, what position, what roles do you need to be applying for next year in 2021? Based on your skill set, based on the things that you're good at, what are the roles? What are the what are the businesses? What are the opportunities that you need to be jumping on next year? Based on your strengths and based on your weaknesses. What are those things that you shouldn't be touching? Those things that if you touch it, if you go out and go after the opportunity, you need somebody on your team. Hello, somebody. You need somebody on your team to cover this weakness of yours. You need somebody to cover this area that you are not so good in. You don't have to be the jack of all trades. You don't have to know how to do everything. So make sure that you recruit somebody or bring somebody on your team, whether it be your wife, a partner, a sister, brother, uncle, best friend, business partner, associate, whatever, whoever it is, that person needs to cover your weaknesses when you're exploring those specific opportunities. But you don't know that until you know yourself until you've mastered yourself which is why it's so important for you guys to take the w2j assessment highly recommend it be a best it'll be a best one of the best investments you make this year next year promise you if you want to learn more about yourself and you want to go towards that path of self-mastery sign up for that w2j assessment now once you've mastered yourself so, okay, Cameron, once, I've, once I know what I'm good at, once I know what I'm not good at, once I know what vehicle I need to do, what's, what's the next step to making stuff happen and being the master of my fate and captain of my soul in 2021? Well, the next step is mastering your time. You got to learn how to master your time because each one of us has 24 hours in a day. Even Beyonce... Barack Obama, um, uh, uh, LeBron James, all of us have, we wake up with 24 hours each day when we wake up and go out and, you know, execute. So what is the difference between the people that make things happen and the people that don't? Well, the, the people that make things happen, they, they manage their time properly. They plan out what they're going to do instead of just letting life happen to them. Because when you don't plan out your time, when you don't, when you aren't intentional about how you're spending your time, life will happen to you instead of you happening to life. I'm gonna break that down and say that again. When you do not put time on a schedule to do this, to do things that you wanna work on, to plan out this, to plan out that, life will interrupt your life. Well, oh yeah, we're going to put something on the schedule. Here's a surprise. Here's that. And I'm not saying you don't prepare for surprises or leave wiggle room for surprises, but when you're intentional about your time, you don't get distracted on Instagram. You don't get distracted on YouTube. You don't spend eight hours on Netflix, on Hulu, on Disney plus because you're intentional that I got to spend this amount of time working on my career. I got to spend this amount of time doing my MBA, doing my master's degree, doing my doctorate degree. I got to spend this amount of time working on this project, working on this assignment. I got to spend this amount of time getting this certification. I got to spend this amount of time 
working on my business. Managing your time puts each bucket of time in a specific area. And when you've mastered that, you start getting things done because it's, it's not hard. If you let's say you spend one hour a day working on what I like to call growth and development. In business, you, you'll, you'll hear the, the term research and development, but when it comes to that personal, you want to call it growth and development. In what ways am I making myself better? I got to spend some time each week, maybe even daily, working on the growth and development of myself. Now, do I spend that time reading? Yeah. Can I spend that time working on my business? Absolutely. Can you spend that time working on certification, going to a conference, uh, listening to a podcast? Absolutely. But you got to make sure that that's intentional. Otherwise, you're going to stay right where you're at. Well, the thing about, let me, let me elaborate on that, staying where you're at, because where you are currently right now is the result of the actions that you made five years ago, 10 years ago. The person that I am today is because of the decisions that I made when I was a teenager. The decisions that I made when I turned 18, when I was in my early 20s. I am where I am today because of a result of multiple decisions along the way to get me right where I am right now. And the decisions that I make right now will determine where I'm at in my late 30s. So you mastering your time, is a, it, it's a future concept, but it's also a current present concept as well. Because you have to master your current time so that you can project and create the future, the year 2021 that you really desire to. Because if you focus, if you master your time in the first quarter, the second quarter will look a lot better. If you master your time in the first and the second quarter, the third and the fourth quarter will look tremendous. It will look a lot better. So what does this look like, Cam? This means um, maybe instead of, you know, buying a planner, writing things down in it. One, maybe actually use the planner. So, Cause me personally, I, I don't use planners, but actually use the planner. And if you don't use planners, guess what you do use? A cell phone. Everybody has a cell phone has a calendar. You can add events to the calendar. You can put it up hour by hour. You can put on it, work out from 4.30 to 6.30. Cook dinner from 5 to 7. You can put things on your calendar that will intentionally remind you. And you can put a reminder. You can put an alarm on it to remind you if you forget. It's like, oh, okay, I do it all the time. That, that's why I don't miss any points with my clients because about 15 to 30 minutes before, it'll put a ding will come up on my phone and say, hey, you got a session with such and such. That's, this is what self-mastery looks like because you know your strengths and weaknesses. You know that when you need to do something at a certain time limit, you make the adjustment. So you gotta, you got to, got to, got to master your time. And I know this is gonna be harder than for others 
for, it's going to be harder for some than others because some people got kids, some people got more responsibilities, some people have to go into work early, some people got to go stay at work late. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes, one, sometimes your time will be interrupted. And that's life, of course. Time will be interrupted. But how are you adjusting to that? Yeah, you you might have to work an eight-hour shift one day, a six-hour shift this way. You, your schedule may fluctuate. Yeah, but how do you adjust to that? What do you do when your time is not forced? What do you do in your free time? Are you spending it scrolling on Facebook? Are you spending it scrolling on Instagram? Are you spending, how are you spending that free time? The free time that is yours to use, yours to spend in uh, research development, yours to spend working out, yours to spend uh, eating, yours to spend in self-care, yours to spend relaxing, yours to spend you know, on vacation. How are you spending that time? That's going to be a key question that you need to answer in 2021. And the final one, you got to be able to create a plan to execute. You got to be able to create the plan that is going to happen this year. Don't, don't just let life happen to you day by day. Don't just let things, you know, oh, well, we'll figure out when to get there. No, let's figure it out before we get there so we can have a plan to execute. Honestly, I've been having conversations with clients this week, you know, about projecting and I've been putting an e-course together. And something that I've, I've discovered is that the most successful people, they don't make five-year plans. They make 10-year plans, 10-year plus plans. And it, and it seems hard, but really when you break it down to what they're doing, one, you, you project, you look at, like we talked about before, you look at where you want your life to be in 10 years. So if you're 25, listening to this, at 35, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be financially? Where do you want to be personally? Where do you want to be professionally? Where do you, where, where do you want to see your life in 10 years? So the, and here's how you break this plan down. The first five, you're focused on preparation. The next five, you're focused on execution. Preparation, execution. What do I mean by preparation? Preparation is what you need, what you need to do to get your house in order before. What you need to do, like, do you need to get your master's degree? Do you need to pay off some debt? Do you need to get your credit score right? Do you need to take care of this, take care of that? Do you need to get your kids out of school first? Do you need to figure some things out? During that preparation period is really, you're, you're really tightening things up. Like I said, you're mastering, you're covering those weaknesses. You're thinking about what, what, what you need to do to get everything in order, to build your, to build your, uh, your war chest, to, build, to get, to get your, your skills tight. So that the next five years, it's been going out and getting it. Going out and getting the properties. Going out and starting those businesses. Going out and getting those clients. Going on vacation with your wife. Going on vacation with your husband. Buying those 12 dozen roses. Doing those things because you spent the, the, you spent the first five years tightening up. 
But I think a lot of people get caught up on what they can't do when it comes to the plan instead of what they can do. And that's another trait of people that are really accessible is that they go from idea to execution quickly. A lot of us go to idea to let's think about it. Idea to let's wait. Idea to, uh, I don't know if we can do that right now. Let's do that later. Mm -mm. Most, most successful people go from idea to let's do it. That's a great idea. Let's do it. What can we do right now on the way to doing that bigger picture? And that's what it's going to take for you to get the things that you want in 2021. You have got to master yourself, master your time and master the plan. Be the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. You can do it. 2021 will be here very shortly. Don't use the pandemic as an excuse to go out and make things happen. And if you need the help, hey, I'm telling you, sign up for that W2J assessment, goodlifetc.org slash W2J. Go ahead, visit that. I promise you, I'll help you. I'll work with you. I'll help you show the areas that you need to master, the areas that you need to work on, and the areas that you need to, to go execute in. I promise you, I'll help you with that. All right. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hope you wish you guys a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, give Hey, if you're listening to this on iTunes, give us that five-star review. Consider subscribing. It really helps us go up in the polls and help us spread this to people who are looking for podcasts just like this one. If you're looking on Facebook, if you're watching this on Facebook, if you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button. You know, Leave a comment of how fire this is. Share this with somebody on your timeline. Share this with somebody who really needs this, who's really looking to go out and kill it in 2021. All right, y'all, that's it for now. Uh, coming to you each and every single Thursday, I want you to create your version of the good life. Until then, we'll see you next week. <laughs>